Hi, I'm Dr. Andrea Stover, licensed marriage and family therapist, and you're listening to the Modern Day Romantic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is inspired by a series of events I've I've had occur over the last few months, let's say, and it really got me thinking, and I was inspired to make an episode on it. So today we're going to be talking about transactional relationships. What transactional relationships are, let's say you go to the grocery store and you have a clerk that checks you out. Let's say you go to buy a car uh, and the person selling you the car, th- there's an exchange there. That's a transactional relationship. Uh, buying a house, the realtor, maybe sales clerks in stores, uh, management companies, leasing agencies, these types of things. So I'm inspired to talk about this because, especially as a romantic, sometimes you're not expecting to be treated uh, like a transaction. Sometimes you're open and looking to really connect human to human with empathy, with kindness, with compassion, with hearing each person's unique and individual plight. So let's start by talking about a philosopher named Martin Buber, who talked about these two different ways that we have relationship. One is an I it, and the other is I thou. So I it is kind of more of this transactional nature to relating, which is, you know, I am looking for you to perform a function, a role, to give me something, bring me something. And therefore, in some ways, we can objectify the person, you know, giving or providing a service as an it, as opposed to I-thou relating, which is, hey, we're cut from the same cloth here. And the cloth is really of divine proportions, meaning you have a sacredness about you. You're a unique individual and we share something in common because we're both human. And when we relate from that perspective, we're really curious, engaged, empathy, consideration, all sorts of things. Now, Martin Buber himself would say we can't always relate from that I-thou place because we wouldn't get anything done if we were all, you know, in each other's deepest, you know, thoughts, feelings, reveries, just, you know, being in that space with one another. However, I think sometimes, at least in American society, it can feel like the pendulum has swung way to the other side. And Part of what kind of drives the I-it relating is, you know, power, prestige, money, looking for status. You know, are are you going to buy a car from me or not? If not, then I'm just going to, you know, screw you on to the next. Um, How much money can I get from you? Or what do you have to give me? And if you don't have anything to give me, then you're dead to me kind of thing. Like it's, it, it can just get really, really ugly in my opinion. So after, you know, like I said, a series of things over the last few months, just, just kind of out in the world and these, these various interactions, I, I find them to be kind of wounding because I just, I get so disheartened and, and so like, dang it, why can't we just connect? Why can't we just treat each other like people, like humans? And it doesn't mean you have to give someone what they want or, or just you know, bend your will or your own perspective in in order for the other person to be 
received or, or feel like you care, there is some type of a qualitative sense. You know, people can tell when you actually care about them versus when you just want something from them uh, or, or want something for yourself, let's say, and therefore have no consideration of, of them and you know what's going on. Okay. So when I was thinking about this more, I was really thinking, how does this apply to re romantic relationships? And I was pondering, you know, how this kind of maybe starts in the beginning as seeing uh, the other in an I thou type of way in the beginning of a relationship. And not everyone does. It, it can still be, you know, I it from, from the beginning, meaning, hey, you're going to give me sex. You're going to give me babies. You're going to give me, you know, whatever, whatever people would be looking for, status of some sort. Um, a place to go because I'm bored or lonely, that type of a thing. But generally speaking, I think people that are in long-term committed partnerships, were looking for something from the, from the beginning of the relationship and chose that particular person for a reason. You know, they could have chosen maybe lots of other people, but they chose that person. So I would imagine there's some type of uh, quality of relating there in the beginning of a relationship, most people would say, that can sometimes feel like it fades over time. So why does that happen? Well, one reason I would think is because sometimes that the, the feel goods, like the high, the rush, all of that, it just, it just isn't there um, any, anymore. Like we've, we've become too accustomed, too familiar to one another, and we just don't get the same feel goods. And it can slowly start to shift then into less focus on the other even and, and kind of more back onto ourselves, which maybe is a, a way of having some balance in relationship, but not if we kind of lose touch with, oh, hey, I am partnered to another human over here. What's your experience like? And, you know, ha have we had quality connection lately? Okay, so that, that's just one place to start. I think as relationships progress, oftentimes couples say, not everyone has children, but let's use this example. You know, you, you have children and your whole world changes and your relationship with one another changes too. So you're now performing the role of being parents and performing functions. While there may be a sacredness even in, you know, creating life together or bringing life into the family, or into your relationship, there's still the mundane tasks, the everyday that has to get done. Someone has to change the diapers, there's feedings, there's bath time, there's just a whole host, doctor's appointment, all this stuff. And so you can, and along with sleep deprivation, it starts to, whew, you know, we've just totally had, we're in survival mode right now, a lot of people will say. So I think that's a, a way that we can uh, a big moment in a marriage, let's say, or a relationship sometimes where we get into roles, we get into performing functions and uh, relate to one another. Hey, I need you to grab this. Hey, do that. Uh, instead of, and again, there's no judgment. It's, it's just, it just has to happen sometimes. Again, it's healthy to have some I, it, and I, and I, thou. But what can happen is I start to feel like I, the person, am not 
being cherished. I am not being valued for who I am. I don't think you really see me and my struggles and what I'm going through. And anger, resentment, you know, just a, a kind of distancing can occur. Emotional distancing, you know, physically distancing, feeling like, hey, that would have been an opportunity to support me, but instead you chose to do something else. And so fine, I'll, that's, I can't count on you. I can't rely on you. And so it starts to kind of chip away at what we've had, which is that, you know, person to person, special one-to-one -one relating in a relationship. Another reason I think that this transactional piece can occur is, uh, when we have our eyes set on something that we really want in our lives. So I'd mentioned it earlier, you know, but it could be there from the beginning. Like, are you going to be the one to carry my babies? Or are you going to be the one to give me babies? Are you going to be the one to provide for me or provide help provide for us? Are you going to give me the type of life and lifestyle I want? Are you going to give me, you know, awesome sex from here so the end of my days kind of like it's it's that piece that really i think a number of people can start to feel almost used at some point if you don't feel appreciated if you don't feel like uh, i am valuable outside of what i am able to give you for your own satisfaction then sometimes people start to feel like there's a disillusionment that occurs. I thought we had something different than this. Wow. Okay. This must be your driving force. Is this the only reason you're with me or why are we even together if it's not for some type of a security uh, reason? So I, I think this is another, it, it can be there in multiple ways. It's, it, we can't be purists when it comes to relationships because we are really complex people that come from a lot of different places. And sure, there may be an instinct to have financial security. There may be an instinct to procreate. There may be an instinct to not be alone and have someone to share your life with. And none of that is bad or wrong. What we want to watch out for, though, is that we can have that and also have real connection, real relationship with the person that we're choosing to partner with. If we don't have that, we might be driven more by the survival instinct in there and in and even like a desperation or a, you know what that'll just do because I need to get on with my life so that I can, you know, get all these other things that I'm, I'm hoping to have in my life. So relationships start to break down when there's an imbalance between the feeling of it being transactional versus quality relating. If I feel you're treating me more as an object or a way to satiate your own desires, your own needs, your own, you know, instinctual longings, then I'm going to start to feel lonely. I'm going to start to feel disconnected. I'm going to start to feel like a shell of a person. And even if I'm not conscious that that's happening to me, I may still be there and I may still go through the motions and I may still think, well, I'm being a good partner to you because I'm trying to give you what you want or asking uh, for from me. But that doesn't mean that the relationship is in good shape. So I think we need to be really careful because the way that we 
our society is set up. And I know, I know there's lots of wonderful things about our society here in America. And I know that there's a lot of wonderful, heart-centered, giving, generous, kind people. However, I think with the state of the economy, I think when people go to the grocery stores and continue to feel gouged and gouged and gouged and gouged and, and kind of backed into corners with different prices and interest rates and, oh, wait, I can't even afford a house or, oh, we're stuck in this house because we can't afford to move or first world problems. I get that. Um, I, I can't afford to put food on the table because, oh, my gosh, these prices or... You know, you feel this. Like if if you're listening, I'm sure you're aware of this the state of the economy. So what that can do is it can even that can kind of chip away at us, and we can feel angry. We can feel like we don't matter, and it makes us more susceptible to uh, and sensitive. Let's say in our relationships when we go home from and get back from the grocery store and after you've just been gouged, are you in a good mood? Do you feel good? Do you want to just connect heart to heart with someone? You probably are, ah, you know, need to need to get a little something out of your system. And, and so just being mindful of this in society, you know, when you go get your Starbucks, when you go to the gym, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to buy a car and, and if you're okay, if you're a person that's like, what are you talking like so what so what yeah it's it's a transactional world we live in deal with it totally hear you get that romantics aren't necessarily wired for that and so you kind of have to grow into and learn oh i'm going to be walking into something that maybe the person isn't going to be open you know they, they have their their role their hat you know they're performing the the function on and they're not interested in you they, they, in fact, they don't even care about you. They don't care about your story. They don't care about your perspective. And I think that that can feel really wounding. It can feel really, really painful. So let's just watch when it comes to marriages, when it comes to partnerships, when it comes to uh, relationships and connections outside of the home. You know, how are we showing up? Are we perpetuating this, you know, this world of transactions and treating each other as I it's relating in an I it way, as opposed to an I thou totally understand, can't, you know, open up and reveal everything about yourself or expect to hold the space for someone to do that when you're out at a restaurant and it's the server and they're supposed to be taking your order and giving food and all that understand, but there still is a way to have that availability, that eye contact, that sense of, I see you and thank you for your service or thank you for coming in today that will, I guarantee, lift people's moods and spirits. Who doesn't want to be treated like a human, right? So anyways, hope this is helpful. Just some things to think about. If you find this in your marriage, Maybe just say, hey, I've gotten a little lost in, you know, being so-and-so's parent and I'm not quite showing up. I, I can't find you. I think we're, we're lost in the role of parenting. We're lost in the role of caretaking our parents. We're lost in um, kind of being empty nesters and not knowing how to, how to find ourselves outside of being in that role. We're lost in the stresses of our own jobs or life demands or responsibilities. But 
I see you or I miss you. Let's connect. Let's, let's just take some time. Let's slow it down and let's make sure we come back together so we can break this habit or this cycle of objectifying one another. You're not here simply for me to, you know, get my sexual needs fulfilled. You're not here to simply provide a lifestyle for me, whatever else it may be, the examples. You're here to be my companion so that we can be here for and with one another. And how well are we doing at that? And if we've lost touch with that, let's take a moment. Let's take a weekend. And let's reconnect. All right. Thanks for listening to this. Like I said, it was inspired by a whole series of events the last few months. And it's like, darn it. We've got to address these transactional relationships. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're interested in learning about ways to work with me, head over to my website, themoderndayromantic.com. From there, you'll be able to contact me and learn a bit more about the customized intensives and retreats I offer both individuals and couples. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll see you next episode.